nerd soul late ill kid at one you're still holding down bringing that street geek and nerd soul yo we got some comics to talk about y'all and i am not by myself i got open mind in the spot what's up what's up nerd soul family how y'all feeling glad to be back man we up in here chilling and we've got uh we've got a special special presentation now uh it's just something that we've been waiting for we've been covering corrupt as a video game for a while but if you guys remember uh jesse wright who is kind of like at the head of the whole corrupt team posted on instagram that he's been writing about gatling and these characters since he was a kid looking forward to sharing the story with the world soon you know hashtag indie game hashtag indie game dev all that stuff and he was showing the the uh the first issue of corrupt as far as a comic book he said it's going to be six issues the first one is called or chapter one is called invasion and you know all of us got a chance to see like this cool kind of like foil cover and he's like flipping it back and forth and it looks awesome well guess what Aha. Uh, we got a chance to get get our eyeballs on get a little reedy read and i'm like oh what up what up drop everything for you because this is a huge issue like there's a lot of information packed into it but i'll throw it to open mind first as far as the comic book in general as far as this presentation how are you feeling about the uh the issue as a whole i'm absolutely blown away like i i i did not know what to expect going into it Mm -hmm. and so from the first panel to the last panel, man, it's like it is a soap opera done so so magnificently. You know, so like I I I, I gotta reread it first of all. I need to go back in there because yeah, they drop they drop a lot of information on man. It. Like I got them. There was some arguments that took place in that thing that were like, wait a minute, what what happened again? Like like <laughs> like it, it's it's like. It's fun. It was a great ride. It was a great roller coaster ride. Took you up and down, and then you know, to be continued at the end, of course, like it's supposed to. And I'm just eager to see that. I'm eager to see how the story unfolds. But I'm gonna tell you what. I already have a favorite character, and of course, this this will probably change over time because I've just mm-hmm. got this one episode. My favorite character already already is Dragon. <laughs> yo man that, that character is crazy and like we got we got another video coming where we're talking about like all of the august updates because we've been following this game pretty closely because it's something new it's, it's like refreshing and it's very cool and august they they did a whole lot so we gonna you know check that video for the august updates where they you know they dropped all kinds of trailers they were at evo all that stuff but dragging off you know he got he got a, you know he got his little his little trailer love too you know what I'm saying? Yeah. he got he got a little something something out there but i didn't uh, expect to see his see that gameplay so soon you yeah. know and i was like oh that's striking off like oh the don dada <laughs> <laughs> he is the don bro like dragging off like of course there's more that need to be said i don't have any backstory i just you got some visuals and you get to see him in action on the screen that's just a clip but it's like I, I, I'm not, I don't know this for sure, but I'm guessing he's going to be the boss character of the game. Yeah, or not yeah, the boss uh, character, he, the boss. He's going to be, he's somebody, uh, he's going to have some very uh, cheap tactics because boss characters should have cheap tactics. That's not a bad thing. 
and just the personality along with it. I can't wait to see it. Yeah, and even in this issue, he's kind of like presented as the main villain. Um, yeah. But for me, first impressions, this thing really shines as far as the like the action is concerned because they don't they don't make you wait a long time even in the beginning of the comic book we get a lot of i guess you could say like a tense feeling around these characters around like the society so we never we never get a chance to lull in this uh that mixed with the art i think the i think the art is really cool like the the way it's presented is this is this nice mix of like I don't know, kind of like an animation type style, like the way it's kind of colored and right, like presented, but also with, I'd say maybe not specifically anime, but it definitely has some edges of kind of like an animated style when it comes to some of the, like the technology or some of like the suits that people are wearing. Um, so I thought that was cool too. But the the way they break, you know, separate panels and mixed panels. I just thought it was like very well put together and it was super cool to see so much action. You know, you, I felt like I was watching an anime cartoon unfold in still images. Like, like it's, you know, I don't read comic books as often as I used to when I was a kid. But, you know, when you read a comic book, you just have a, you got to immerse yourself in, right? You have to, mm-hmm. you got to like, the best way I can paint this picture is the, this is all comic book. This is just, this is just, it's not just this episode. If you're going to read a comic book, the, it's best to, to just really like stare at the page, like an optical illusion. Like if you ever took that class or took that little thing in school where you look at images and pull them away from your face and put them back in. Yeah. You got to stare at these panels and a lot of things will jump out at you and you kind of, you kind of put, the puzzle together each panel has a has a journey for you to follow before you go to the next panel make sure you connect all those dots with everything that images is coming at you the words the images the effects take it all in before you go to the next panel because if you have a wild imagination you can kind of see it playing out in cartoon form in your head so for me that's probably why i miss so much because i kind of dove into each panel and I and I kind of made it made the thing made the characters move in my own mind, and I was like, "Oh, that's dope! I like I like that 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 move or that that cannonball or that that sword strike." Or it was just so for me. It was it was I was blown away by it, and I can't wait for it to become an anime, some like in motion, not necessarily like in three D, like play out like a cartoon that you can watch. And, yeah, and that, they, that'd be cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I don't I, like. In other words, the game can be 3D. That's cool. But if it even if it goes to cartoon syndication, I would like for it to be cartoon and make those characters move and and, and rival, if not be better than any Marvel, because the art is there. Oh you know, yeah, somebody definitely. can animate these characters, not 3D. Now, if it, if it looks good 3D, then fine. You know, forget what I'm saying. But what my visual is the way it's drawn, the way the artist presents. I think if if it's animated properly, it will be a bad anime cartoon, like the really dope anime cartoon. Yeah, definitely. Like the from 
from the council meetings over to, you know, like Mount, you know, like on Mount High with training and yeah, spaceships like and interstellar travel. Like this thing really, it really moves through the story in a way that can be, you know, like either either anime or cinematic. Is it, it moves very well, and I did I did say that I want to with the whole interstellar travel thing. I guess what I'll do is give sort of like the premise of what we're seeing in this issue and the basic premise that we're getting is you have well you kind of have two stories in this book you know you get a story of what kind of went on in the past in this world from a i guess you could say a technical or a scientific standpoint where you have this character that we're following and he has to stand before a council because you know he's made some type of mistake that we're brought in on and he's doing his own experiments on his own lab and it ends in a tragedy of this huge explosion but even in this we're introduced to so much like yeah. we, we're introduced to okay these are apparently either in the future or extremely advanced beings and also they have some type of aristocracy because they're talking about houses and councils and you know it could be, uh, it could be both it could be in the future with advanced beings like it's, it's, it's two things can be true you know it could I, it, for me i don't i don't uh see so much as the timeline like i can look at the images and tell that this is an advanced race of people who have some technology that they've harnessed and they yeah, crazy technology you know good and bad you know you got the good the good guys and the bad guys but there's a there's a level of intelligence where they've harnessed the uh, elements around them that in turn it into technology you know a lot of that stuff is just all science magic is just science that we don't understand yet so everybody that has abilities in this thing is no different from marvel it's just science and i don't the timeline for me doesn't make doesn't mean that it's not that significant. It's more about we as humans what we can aspire to be if we just use our mind. Like yeah, like it's all a cartoon and stuff, but some of this stuff is not too far fetched from reality. Like we oh, can't no, no, no. we can't make some of this stuff reality that we that we see as 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 fantasy. Yeah, and one thing I like about the start of this with the whole council thing is the issue is called invasion and for the first yeah. i don't know like 10 pages or whatever you're like what invasion i don't i don't get it where you know we're dealing with this we're dealing with this scientist and he's definitely getting you know reamed out by this tri-council you know there's there's issues with whatever he's doing and he doesn't need their approval they're kind of like taking his they're stripping his like authority and you're like i don't i don't get it and even when he's kind of like uh stripped of his rights and everything and he's trying to like distance himself from the house so they don't you know see too much pain from it he goes to this random lab and you're like whoa hold up so you're working on some kind of crazy project with some weird person who I believe we've already seen in the trailer before, but you, you know what I'm saying? You're working on this weird experiment stuff. I'm pretty sure there's a reason the council was trying to, you know, slow you down or pull your coattails a little bit. Like, you know, you got some secret lab people don't even know about. 
but the lab has staff and everything i was like uh yeah this guy might be doing wrong but the the drama that's brought in with it you know like this is a fully realized character this guy has kids he has staff you know he has responsibility to his house like we're brought into all this and it's i like the fact that we're starting in a world that already exists and we're just like walking into it not a situation where it's like okay this is day one and blah 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 it's like no we're this book does a good job of just getting it going like from the beginning it's one of those i, I see it i see it from a pulp fiction perspective where you kind of mm-hmm. start you kind of start where the action is already starting and then as the story progresses you get the backstory over time which is fine you yeah. don't have to know everything up front that's not knowing have knowing everything up front before you watch something or or read something or whatever it kind of takes the 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 mystery out of you know the the i can't think of the word right now but it it's okay right it's not a big deal that that we're thrown into the action of this story and everything's thrown in. all these characters are thrown in. we don't we don't have really no backstory on anybody we just see these characters everybody's talking everybody's doing their thing and, and i'm interested in everybody and knowing everybody's story each individual character that was that had screen time so to speak if you will yeah you know and i'm super interested reason. in this gold chick that just, just like i guess awakens and straight starts murdering people and then on top of that there's this huge like i guess nuclear style explosion that kind of kicks off the second story or kind of like kicks off what we know in the second story where we get to you know the whole reason for naming this invasion and like that whole opening for you know like 12 13 pages or something like that is chock full of like suspense and they really do a good job of making you play the guessing game of like, hold on, what's going on? Why is he in trouble? Why why is this a big deal? What's what's he doing wrong? And then even as he leaves, when he's saying his goodbyes, you're like, I like I don't get this guy doesn't seem like a bad guy. I mean, he was kind of like, I guess you could say flippant with the council, but I mean maybe it was for good reason. And then when you see this the secret lab, you're like, oh, okay, okay. <laughs> maybe maybe he was doing wrong and then of course to see what happens with the with the gold i guess being that comes out because she's speaking some type of like alien language or whatever it really drives home like okay this guy has been or his team or whatever has been messing with some very volatile stuff and that's probably the reason why people weren't too you know pleased with him in the council but it just well, I doesn't. Want to stand in, I want to stand in solidarity with him for the moment, even though I don't <laughs> really know everything that's going on. So let me let me start some controversy real quick. I just want to get a little controversial, put some spice up. Uh, speaking on the, the gentleman who was uh, who was uh, being addressed by the council, right? Yeah, the primer. Off off top, I already uh, sympathized with him, even though I don't know the full extent of what was going on. Because when you're speaking truth to power, there's a reason. Mm-hmm. When you're rebellious like that, when you put it all on the line, knowing the consequences, knowing that your disruptive behavior can have some serious consequences, and you know that to be true, and you still yet 
right, well, I'm, I got my balls in my word and I'm going in. I don't care. <laughs> that individual, I, I sympathize with that individual myself as a person. Now, as a kid, I always loved the hero. Everybody likes the hero. But as you get older and live a little life, you kind of understand where the villains are coming from or the anti-heroes are coming from, right? Yeah. No, I don't cheer the villain on. I don't want the villain to take over the world and destroy planets. But the things villains say to heroes or to just just if they have screen time and they're talking, you you got to just be honest with yourself a lot of times and hear the villain out. Like I'll use uh, Joker, the, uh, the Dark Knight's Batman Joker, a Keith Leather Joker. There's a scene where he said he was burning up his half of the money and for the gangsters and the gangsters was you know, like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm only burning my half. He's like, you, you people only care about money. It's not about money. It's about sending a message. The Joker. And then when uh, when Alfred said something to, to to Bruce about, like, you don't understand the magnitude of the person you're dealing with. And he told him a story about uh, when he was a little kid and they was robbing for jewels and, and, and their thieves gave all of the kids jewels because it was about the, 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 the sport of the steel, not so, not so much as the, the greed of it. Mm-hmm. And the point, the point the Joker is making, he was trying to tell the villains of Gotham, like Gotham needs a new villain. Y'all out here just want to, y'all just want get, to get rich. Who cares? Like, what do I need with money? I'm a villain. I can destroy stuff. I can blow up a hospital. I can, <laughs> I can do whatever I want to do. You guys do this for money, but you call yourself villain. Now, if it, now I'm not a villain, nor do I cheer them on. But that is a solid point. It's like, yo, what are we doing here? We're we're doing this for money. You're telling me that you're a criminal and you still need money to exist. <laughs> you understand me? Like, what are you? So you have to understand, like, the Joker is not the type of villain that you can you can persuade with money. Yeah. He's a person that's gonna he like, make. He like y'all ain't y'all ain't real villains. Y'all got a job. Yeah. And usually <laughs> the villain in any type of arc, any type of uh, situation, they're, they become villains because at one point they were just trying to show someone something, realize the truth. There's something important over here that y'all are ignoring. And then now it's gotten out of hand. It's too late. Now the person has gone to the dark side. Now they want to destroy everything. But all in all, each every villain has a, simp- a simplicity about them. It's just look at this truth that you guys refuse to avoid. Right. Mm-hmm. And you refuse it so so vehemently that you call yourself hero. I save people. I save kittens from trees. I save people from burning houses. But this other big truth over here that you're ignoring and you want to call yourself. That's what a villain does. A villain, a, a villain goes to the jugular. They tell the truth that nobody wants to deal with, that nobody wants to. That elephant in the room is the villain. It's, mm-hmm. it's that elephant in the room that's roaring and trampling and, and stampeding and everybody's just going about their little lives like they don't see this elephant that's just that's <laughs> just doing whatever. That's what villains are or anti-heroes. People that I'll do the right thing in this moment, but I'm not going to go out of my way to, to, to save people who who obviously want to hurt themselves or obviously enjoy the toxicity that they live in. Who am I to tell them they can't? You know, so that's so. And of course, I don't know anything about why this man was addressing the council. 
I just immediately sympathized with him because he was speaking truth to power. And I feel, and I've always been that person that felt like I, my, my voice wasn't heard. I was muffled. I'm dismissed. Nobody wants to hear. Power doesn't want to hear what I have to say. Power just wants me to shut up and just, you know, be a good a good little soldier and do as you're told. But when mm-hmm. you are addressed uh, uh, an obvious truth or an obvious discrepancy that that your status in life doesn't qualify you to address this truth but it's the truth nonetheless so you're not going to hear me unless i'm on your level status or, or whatever that piety is but that but and then those people in those positions usually are heroes often and have their platitudes they they'll they'll accept it from someone they deem is equal to them but they'll dismiss it from someone they they don't they think it's less than them but it's still a truth about me you know so i'm not cheering the villains on but i i just couldn't help you know having all automatic sympathy for him the way the council was dealing with him you out of line and, and yeah. watch yourself and 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 you know it's like you know, they really just was looking down their nose at him and they was maybe, trying they was trying to take all his technology and everything yeah. like they were and maybe he's deserving of it. I'm not. I could be wrong in everything I just said. It's just that I automatically sympathized with him, and I automatically took a liking to Joganov because when he was sitting on that chair, because it's just like <laughs> villains have a point. They always have a point. <laughs> they always do. That like, man I came the in. It was to win, but the, he, but the villains do have a point sometimes. Yeah, he came in. He came in. He won't play in it. Matter of fact, I'm gonna go into that. And the the <laughs> second part of this issue is called well, the second part of this issue is the invasion. You know, we're we're introduced, you know, to years after that huge explosion, you know, and we're it, it seems like they've enjoyed, you know, their kind of restructuring recon, reconstruction period. They've built back uh big build themselves back. They still have, you know, like opulent buildings and great technology and you know, airplanes flying all over the place, hovercraft and stuff. And, you know, seemed like, you know, Dragonoff, he ain't, he ain't feeling that. Oh, no. So we, we're introduced to like this beautiful, you know, beautiful landscape after the, you know, after the crazy explosion. But we're here now, you know, with the Panzer is kind of built back. Oh, and the, the place that blew up was Panzer, but Panzer is back. It's you know it's beautiful. Everything seems fine, but you know I'm saying you know, Dragonoff he ain't hearing that. Like he he ain't hearing it. Him and his crew, Dragonoff, Beretta, Destroy, ain't none of them feeling that. They they ain't trying to hear none of that. And we're introduced to Gatling. We've been introduced to Winry. We and the way we're introduced is through a literal invasion from Dragonoff on a crazy scale like i mean like you said he comes in straight boss style and <laughs> he says you know like blow everything up basically and um the president who's there he calls him a demon and he says you know you lust for nothing but destruction uh uh sorry your lust for our destruction is nothing compared to the will and the hope of the people and then <laughs> Dragonoff says, hmm, let's test that theory. It straight blows them up. Bruh, Dragonoff ain't no joke. That's all I'm going to say. 
Like he ain't playing. He ain't pull, like look. He ain't pulling no punches. He live. He living that life for real. For real. Like ah, <laughs> oh, it did. You know. Of course, there's a there's an explosion and all of that ensues, but we also get introduced to Gatling, who is not the person in the front of the poster, but he's like right beside because Winry is on the front, but he's like right beside the front, so he's still going to be like a probably a very popular character because he's on the cover of this issue. So we see him training, he's stepping his game up, and he even talks about like pushing himself to the limits. But you see, he's part of this, you know. I guess society with in Panzer with like this hyper technology. And I mean, of course, if you've seen some of these trailers, like all these people look super, you know, technological and cybernetic and all of that stuff. Um, so one cool thing here is that you see that he has like Callus had in the beginning, uh, the, the scientist, you see, he has his own, like, um, I guess Jarvis, he has his Jarvis that he can talk to and that, you know, helps him train and, you know, like, is his kind of like, I guess, digital helper to bounce off thoughts or whatever. And through his training, he's introduced to Winry through a whole crazy portal explosion in this invasion. So the way that this part of the issue was handled takes the suspense from the first one says all right y'all don't have to worry about suspense no more suspense is over we had an explosion but now everything's just going to go crazy you're going to get fights on fights on fights and from a comic book about a fighting game i appreciate that (laughs) i truly do this is like you don't you just don't get this for the launch of a fighting game you just don't get this is unique and and I, I just I, I'm excited to see it unfold, man. <laughs> I'm excited to see it all unfold. Oh, wanted to bring up a thing. Now back to Gatlin. All right, what's up? Is, is, what type of powers is that? He had. Would you say he has quantum powers? It, yeah, it does look like some kind of speed type of power, or maybe 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 he's able to. I don't know. Quantum, quantum tells me that he's dealing with, you know, the microscopic that the the, the uh, you know the elements around him. This that is him out teleport and stuff like that. Because he has a, one panel, he's like quantum strike, and and I was yeah. like quantum strike. So well, I'm uh, thinking, yeah, he says a uh, quantum slash. It's like he he charges up a little bit, and so then I'm he goes through all of these power, characters. I, I'm thinking his ability is he taps into the quantum field. And it allows him to move about. It would appear to be that he's moving fast, but he's really yeah. just going through portals. He got a drive rush. You know what I'm saying? He got... <laughs> you know, mm. I, I would say he's going through portals. Like, look like, for I don't know if, I, if you watch uh, Naruto, but Naruto's dad. Oh, the they, uh, Yellow Flash. Yeah. Yellow Flash. They, it, it, he wasn't fast that he ran fast. He teleports. The, the secret to Minato's power wasn't that he was actually a faster ninja than everybody he had a jutsu that he would put seals on things and he would just do his little fingers up like his two fingers up and he could just teleport to wherever he put the seals on because what people don't know about minato is every fight he's in when he's doing his taijutsu and he mixing with you and he's boxing with you he's putting He's, he's putting steals on you every time he punch you. Every time he touch your touch your body, 
he's hitting you with seal. So when y'all separate or y'all break up or or y'all just create distance from each other, if he if you if you attack him or throw something at him, he does the the jutsu uh, hand signal and he disappears. Where it's like, how did he move so fast? It's not that he's moving fast; he's teleporting. The secret to Monato is that he's teleporting. So I'm trying to I'm thinking that that's what Gatling is. I'm thinking that Gatling has something similar to that, where it's not the seals, but he can just at will teleport out of the way or teleport to a different position like he's like his, he's in super position right at yeah, all he times definitely, he definitely charges up and flies yeah. through them and then you it's, can see it, him yeah. kind of like screech to a halt yeah so it's, it's see, or, or in Dragon Ball Z terms uh, hit hit has the time stop it's, it's, oh it's, yeah I'm, I'm just and this is just my observation I don't know if what I'm saying is true or false I'm just thinking that the the secret or the, the the explanation to Gatling's abilities is that he taps into the quantum field, which allows him to just be in super position at all times. So if you punch at him or you attack him and your eyes see him moving out of the way quickly, like he's moving like the flash, but it's not that his body is moving like the flash. He can just teleport to any point in time or any moment he wants to. Which allows him to move out the way. So to your eyes, he's fast as lightning. But his actual ability, he's just teleporting. He's teleporting slightly. It's like a... You don't have to teleport a great distance. You can just teleport two feet to the left. Two feet to the right. Two inches to the left. Two inches to the right. Like he can just... But his movement isn't him actually moving. He's probably standing perfectly still. But But I think... Just from my observation, I could be wrong because as the story unfolds, I'm thinking Gatling's his ability is that he can just tap into the quantum field. He's always in superposition, and the way he dodges your attacks is that he's just teleporting. Mm-hmm. And not, and that's just my. I was just wondering if I was the only person that saw that, or if you saw that, because just I'm just trying to get a feel of the character. Yeah, because for me, I was one. I didn't think uh, teleport it to me. I was thinking. Maybe there's a situation where he kind of like bottles up or like stores energy and then it kind of like propels him. Yeah, I don't know. But the, the, you see his clips, it looks like that. But but reading the actual panel and seeing it in action, I'm just trying to, you know, I'm, I'm just being a, a nerd right now. Trying oh, to yeah, figure I feel out like how, how does his powers work? And I'm thinking that's I'm, the, my thoughts. To anybody that that would dive into this, I would compare him to Monato or Hit. Mm, the ability to be in superposition at all times. So, so if an attack is coming at you, you're of course your body is moving out of the way from the perception of your opponent, but what you're really doing is just teleport mm. to wherever. Monato's case, he puts seals all over the place. Monato was dropping seals. He he putting seals everywhere. On trees, on leaves, on on your, he'll put a seal on on your your body armor, right? He'll put a seal everywhere. He's always dropping seals. That's what Monato was doing. So anytime somebody attack him, he do his hand sign and quickly teleport to whatever seal he wants to go to. And from the perception of his attacker, this dude is sad. Nah, not really. He really stood still, and he teleported to a seal that he placed somewhere else. 
and that's where he stood and now he can look around and see who just who just tried to attack me oh that was yeah. you let me teleport to where you at it because all monato's doing is just teleport and then hit hit is teleported he's create he's creating a time bubble within the moment that she, him and his opponent is fighting he's controlling the time so as you try to punch at him he goes back in time to stop it or to move out of the way of the punch before it even comes so you hit that hit looks like you you punch it through him like a ghost all he did was was move out of the way before your punch came and he didn't really move that fast and i'm thinking guess what gatling is doing i'm thinking that gatling is just always in super position at all times so when so when an attack comes at him even if he don't see the attack his reflexes will will move his body out of the way almost like ultra instinct and and he's not really moving that fast it's just the ability to teleport to the left to the right slightly out of the way so the attack won't hit you and that's an awesome ability like <laughs> you know what I'm saying but I could be completely wrong in all of this it's just my observation yeah man the, the, like just the awesomeness of like having this because like you said this is at launch so like having this comic to look at and then also having the the you know the actual game to roll with it is something that like it's sick to see like the powers play out on the page and in the game yeah this this is sick and shout shouts to corrupt for this because the in this in this like i guess training montage or, or training segment with uh gatling we get Winry coming through. Then on 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 Panzer, we get battles between Beretta and um can't for, can't for remember the young lady in purple. I can't remember her name right now. Uh, it'll it'll come to me soon. But um and then you get Destroy, who doesn't really fight against another named character. But you see Destroy. I mean, basically destroying. Like he ain't playing. Like he comes <laughs> he comes through. And all of the, I guess, Panzers kind of like foot soldier, f- soldier forces. Man, he he does away with them <laughs> easily. <laughs> like he does. He I, does. This is one of those games where team. I'm just gonna have to just play with everybody and see how everybody feels because I put I was just playing Marvel vs. Capcom before we started this episode and and. It's a game I probably played forever. I'm not trying to be the best in the world. Just it's just fun to jump and do a combo like at high speed like that. And I wish Dragon Ball Fighter Z didn't didn't make the game so busted. Or I'd still play that because I love air fighting and hyper fighting type games. So to say that I'm gonna play with this character, play with that character, I might end up just being good with everybody. Like, cause you know I am a Street Fighter Six, and I play with. I mean, Street Fighter, characters. yeah, you killing on Street Fighter Six yeah, right like, now with multiple characters, not just one. So, what I'll do is just touch the game. All right, you got, you know, you got to touch. You know, I, you know, I got to touch it. Yeah. <laughs> and when I touch, <laughs> when I feel it in my hand, cause I'm not a frame data person. I've never been a frame data guy. I've been a person. I've always been a person who just notices patterns, and I just feel the game. I got to feel it. I gotta lose, right? I gotta take L's to win, and I don't care. I don't mind taking L's because I'm not playing video games to be the best in the world. I'm playing for fun. So losing is for me isn't losing. 
it, only to a pro player or a top player or the Evo winners, all those people. It, losing for them is is crushing for their little ego. I don't care about it. They beat me. I'm like I'm laughing. Like I might laugh at you if you beat. Me. I don't care. <laughs> like I don't care. But I still do want to learn how to play said game. Yeah. And I'm gonna play it. I'm gonna eventually become good at it because anything you do repetitively, you're gonna get good at. My intent yeah, is just, fun, but as a result, I'll just end up being good. That's just what it is. Yeah, and uh, just uh, I just got a name. I forgot uh, the the young lady in purple. Her name is Vector. So we get a Vector versus Beretta. We get Gatling versus Winry. You know what I'm saying? Of course, Dragonoff ain't fighting. No, he he too big for that. You know what I'm saying? He in a chair. He in a big chair. The boss. The boss. Yeah, he, you know what I'm saying? He's essentially that's beneath him. Yeah, I'm gonna send my little homies out to y'all. Yeah, and <laughs> if you can't be destroyed, if you can't work. beat Beretta, we ain't trying. You ain't uh uh-uh, uh, we ain't having none of that. Listen, if the boss man even got to get up out of his chair, that means the the opponent before him is worth him getting out of his chair. <laughs> you know, and we haven't seen that opponent yet. At least in the storyline. Now the game is gonna be the game, but yeah. as the story unfolds, we've yet to see the individual that's gonna make. Don Donna get up out his seat and grab his hammer <laughs> and throw down. Because if he got to get up, it might be Gatling. Because when even even in the issue when Gatling finally joins the main battle, there's people that are like, oh, Gatling is here. Like kind of like, oh snap, like oh we good now. You know what I'm saying? Because he got the quantum energy. You know what I'm saying? He about he about to you know zip around and you know destroy a whole bunch of you know a bunch of robots and stuff. But with with this, I guess I'll I'll flip I'll flip to uh, what we could call final thoughts about this issue because I'm I'm digging this issue, I'm having fun reading it and talking about it with you. Uh, my final thoughts on this, or before we get to final thoughts, um, I'll say that this book does a good job of giving everybody their little shine moment, and one of my favorite shine moments is. I know this is is cliche, but it's Gatling catching Winry, like when he lands, cause homie he he's like, all right, check it, teleport me in the air. Then dude comes in the air, he tosses her, beats up a whole bunch of people, then catches her before she lands. Like bruh, like the dude was just, it, come on man, Gatling he oh, he's dude. Stay pimping. Is, stay pimping. You know, brother with a sword, got a cape too. Come on, man. I mean, like, like, he was, he was, he was straight pimping. And I mean, if he, if you didn't know what game was, Gatling had all of the game, all of the suave. Yeah. Mac was laid. The Mac was laid down. When we, when we turned around on the two, she was like, "It's Winry." You know what I'm saying? She, you know, so she, she respected the game. She respected the game. She had, she had no choice. It's like, listen, some, some women. Can 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 ignore greatness if they want to, but sometimes even Winry be like, you know what you did that my name Winry, what's your name? Sometimes she holler at you, and it's okay, cause if you did that, you did that. You understand me? <laughs> it's like, yo, what? Look, you got you got to give it up sometimes. You got to give it up. But uh, like those those moments, I think are real cool. But I'm gonna I'm gonna throw it over to you real quick. Let me get uh, some final thoughts and where can they find you uh, concerning the dope issue that we finally got. We finally got a peek at. 
final thoughts, man. Uh, I hate what happened to my man at the council. I need I need more answers as to why my man at the council had to get yeah, callous. Like, like, what, what did what did callous do to deserve this? Right, you know. But I I'll go on a limb and say that. Oh man. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me see. Let me let me see. I'm, I'm back. My, I'm All back. Right. My phone. My phone had rank. I'm sorry. I'm thinking he probably deserved it, and and I, you know, and I'll just let it go, right? But it to me, it was like maybe it was a death too soon. I wasn't ready for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, even the tri council says uh, <laughs> yeah. that you know maybe they were you know being overzealous. I, I I don't know, you know, I'm a little traumatized. <laughs> so that's my final thought. My final thought to the, to the core of team is I am traumatized because you know, soon as soon as soon as this the story starts, somebody get killed. Why? Why he got to die? Yeah, they blew up so a half quickly. a moon. <laughs> right? <laughs> why he, we gonna get? Start off, we're gonna kill this man. Why he got the die? Wait a minute, hold up. And who right, is this gold person? Yes, like why why are we killing this man? Right. But like I said, it's, I'm having fun. I'm being I'm being silly. Uh find me open mind spell it with a Y on Twitter. I am open mind spell it with a Y on uh IG and the recap fantasy sports podcast. Spelled just like that. Recap with two P's. Uh, we about to get our stuff going with the uh, with the football season, so check us out. We need the little the little few little subs and clicks and views over there because we about to get it going over there. Me and my me and my partner DZ. So recap fantasy sports podcast spell it with two P's and open mind spell it with a Y. All right, that's what's up. And of course, on my end, man, I'm just ready. I'm ready for this game. I'm I'm glad to see it looking good coming together. We got extra, you know, extra uh, supportive media, like comic books. I'm I'm just excited about this, man. This joint is really being done well. So, N-E-R-D, S-O-U-L, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, podcast, all that jazz. And until the next time that you are invaded by Dragonoff, this is from us to you saying peace. Peace.